Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay, Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Season of Advent is almost over, and we're coming up to the Christmas season, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Before we talk about a very deep subject, a very heavy subject about secret societies and the way they're trying to dominate the world, one of them being the Builder Group, I want to talk a little bit about the good news before we uh, get into this heavy topic. So what's the problem in the world? Satan? What's the solution to the problem? Jesus Christ. So let me put things in perspective here, okay? Satan has a kingdom here on earth. It's called the culture of death. But his kingdom has an expiration date. That's good news. How do we know we have an exp- he has an expiration date? Revelation 12.12, 12, the Bible says, For the devil has come down to you in great wrath because he knows that his time is short. When me and Paul were rookie uh, deputies in the jail, we used to call pe- uh, inmates that were about to get out of jail short timers. Short timers. Okay? <laughs> Remember that, Paul? I well, guess, do. <laughs> well, guess what? Here's the good news. The devil is a short timer on earth. He's on Amen. his way. He's on his way to death row very soon. That's hell. What's his final, what's the end game for him? Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. It says, the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So the good news is that the devil's days are numbered. In the final analysis, he loses big time. So let me flip this, Paul. So what's the good news? Well, the good news is that Christ has a kingdom. And there's no expiration Amen. date to that kingdom. That's the good news. This kingdom's going to last forever. In, in Luke one thirty one, the Bible says, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Close quote. Man, you you got me smiling early in the morning, Jess. Hey, bro. Listen, to go to Revelation chapter 21 and learn a little bit more about that kingdom. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Where there's no no tears, no sorrow, no mourning, no pain, no wailing. Uh, so, so again, the good news is, is remember that uh, we're part of Team Jesus. We win in the final analysis. We win big time. It's a complete wipeout. And, and, and so the next time the devil tries to remind you of your past, remind him of his future. Paul? Yay, Jess. You said a mouthful right there. And I hope everybody's got their, uh, uh, you know, got their ears on big time and they're listening because... Uh, yeah, you, you laid it out. That is absolutely 100% unequivocally the future of the devil. He will be cast into the lake of fire. And what we're trying to do is prevent people from following uh, him. <laughs> uh, yeah, from following him. Because what does it say in, in sacred scripture? It says that, uh, you know, that uh, the goats, that is those who didn't uh, 
obey the Lord, uh, no matter if they call them Lord or not, they're going to be thrown into the lake of fire that was prepared, not for them. It wasn't even prepared for them, Jess. It was prepared for the devil and his angels. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, it's, it's only it's a sad state of affairs that people who end up there end up there in spite of everything that God has done to prevent them from getting there. He has equipped us with the Holy Spirit. He has empowered us with that dunamis, that power, that dynamite that the Holy Spirit can bring. And he's, you know, we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. All we have to do is rely on the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. We are safe in Christ. Amen. Paul, we're t well, now talking about the enemy, there's a, the enemies of the Catholic Church historically have always been these secret societies. Yep. One, of, one of these secret societies that people don't know much about, that's why they're a secret society, is called the Bilderberg Group. Mm. We want to give you some shocking facts about the Bilderberg Group. Th this is an anti-Christic society. Or an anti-Christic yes. group. So uh, <clears throat> the Bilderberg Group meets once every year. The last meeting at the time of this uh, of this article was held in June 2016 at a hotel located in Dresden. Uh, uh, about 150 of the world's wealthiest and most powerful political leaders attend the annual event. The attendees include royalty, presidents, prime ministers, chief executives of major international conglomerates, media moguls, and world bankers. The first meeting was held in 1954. That's when the organization was founded to, to create a powerful connection between European countries and North, American, and North America. Again, the meeting is a secretive, informal discussion about global trends with open communication between the elite members of the world who have massive influence in world affairs. Yeah. Now, here's what's dangerous Here's or suspicious. No statements of any kind are allowed to be made to the press regarding the proceedings or what is talked about at the meeting. There are no meeting minutes taken, and no reports of the discussions or official statement about the discussions is produced or made. Anything learned at the meeting can be freely used by any of the members. However, no one is permitted to talk about it. More than 400 Heavily armed guards are there to protect the attendees. The event space is hardened with physical barricades and high levels of security. It is, the, it is this level of high security combined with the extreme secrecy, which, well, makes normal people like us speculate about what they're actually doing at these Bilderberg meetings. Only those who are invited are permitted to attend the meetings. Everyone invited sees a major career boost after attending a Bilderberg meeting. For example, Bill Clinton attended while he was the governor of Arkansas. Within a year, he was the president of the U.S. Tony Blair attended a meeting. And he, uh, shortly thereafter, he became prime minister of the U.K. after going to his first Bilderberg meeting. There's it's all, it's Jess, it's almost like this is a baptism, yeah. you know, that uh, you get baptismed into this elite group. And from that point on, all the uh, all the finances, <laughs> excuse me, all the finances, all the resources, everything that this world offer. And we re and we know who the God 
little g of this world is uh, go to aid these people and put them in position in order to bring about whatever cause it is that they seek. Yep. This, this Paul, without a doubt, these are minions of the Antichrist. This is what Fulton Sheen said back in 1967. He said, uh, the, the conflict of the future will be between a, between a God religion and a state religion, between Christ and the Antichrist, but in political disguise. So this is what it's coming down to. The religion of God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the religion of man. Now, yep. there's, there's 19 things about this. Uh, we, uh, we probably won't get to all of them, but we'll try our best. Number one, uh, they're founded by a Nazi and an agent of the Vatican. The co-founders of the Bilderberg Group were two historical figures with checkered backgrounds. They were Prince Bernard from the Netherlands and Joseph Redinger, who was the political advisor originally from Poland who worked with the Vatican. Documents at the Humboldt University in Berlin, which proved Bernard, Prince Bernard was indeed a Nazi party member until 1934 when he left school to work for the huge German chemical company IG Farben. By the way, IG Farben did atrocious things in support of the Nazis, including making poisonous gas used to kill people in the German death camps. And Joseph Redinger was a secret spy for the Vatican. He was expelled from the Allied countries for his activities in association with the Jesuits. He later, he later went on to create the Council of Europe during 1949, which became part of the foundational movement, which eventually led to the formation of the European Union. Paul, next one. Yes, the Bilderberg Group, publishes on its website a simple list of the items that will be discussed at an upcoming meeting without giving any further details for the 2016 meeting here is the list of the topics up for discussion china current events cybersecurity europe growth immigrants reform unity and vision geopolitics of energy and commodities, lower classes, and the middle class, Middle East, Russia, technological innovation, U.S. political climate, economy, debt, growth, and reform. Hillary Clinton always attends, and she has received millions of dollars in speaker fees uh, from other attendees, millions of dollars. You know, after the Bilderberg meeting, these rich and powerful people do not report back to their representative governments about what happened. Very suspicious. You know, yeah, listen, we know what's done in secret, Jess, is not a good thing. Um, we know, in fact, uh, what's done in secret, darkness fears the light for fear that it will be exposed. But, you know, what, what you see here, Jess, is they've gathered all these stakeholders from everybody from the royalty, you know, from the, uh, from from all the uh, royal classes around the world. Uh, they've uh, uh, certain key politicians or those that they want powerful politicians and big money and business. Jesus 911, we're exposing the Bilderberg Group, this Luciferian organization. Under the dominion of Satan. We'll be right back. Now. 
back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. 1 John 2.15, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. This is why the Bilderbergs, uh, all these secret societies, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, they're all destined to fail. If they don't repent... They will all end up in a lake of fire with their father, Satan. So who's who uh, in, in, the, in, this, uh, in the membership of the Bilderberg group? Well, there's some of the most richest, most powerful, and the most famous people in the world. Attendees include, I'm not going to read the whole list. you got Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice, George Soros, George Stephanopoulos, Jeff Bezos, John Kerry, Margaret Thatcher, Rick Perry, Tom Daschle, William Buckley Jr. Again, if these people don't repent and don't come back to Christ, uh, again, their, their lot will be with their father in the lake of fire. Paul, what about the conspiracy theories uh, when people throw that out at us uh, in, in regards to the Builder group, group? What would you say? Yeah, I would say the Bilderberg group is a conspiracy theorist dream scenario. Since no one except the attendees of the Bilderberg meetings knows what is said or done, anything imaginable might be going on. Author David Icke says, the Bilderberg are shape-shifting lizards doing the work of the Illuminati. Hmm, we've talked about them, haven't we, Jess? <laughs> uh, he imagines this group as a potentially satanic cabal that controls everything that happens in the world, which has the intention of enslaving the entire human race. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, Alex Jones from InfoWars consistently rants on air about the evil of this group. From his point of view, everything which appears to be happening in the world from normal methods is actually the results of behind-the-scenes manipulation by members of this group. There is no question whatsoever that the members of the Bilderberg group are extremely powerful and can do many things, especially if they coordinate their efforts. And that's, by the way, what they're intending to do, coordinate their efforts. Um, uh, let's see. InfoWars reported that the Bilderberg Group wants to create an Internet ID and a global tax online, financial transactions, and travel by air. The justification for the Internet ID is that it would improve cybersecurity, reduce fraud, and make it easier to receive government services. Critics of the plan say that the Internet ID is a virtual passport which would remove the ability to obtain Internet services anonymously. Big Brother way of track to track everything a person does online will make political dissent impossible. The plans for an Internet ID are similar to the plans to use microchips embedded in the skin as a way of personal identification. And such plan... Any such plan that these forces 
uh, these types of technology on people is an invasion of their personal privacy. Therefore, this idea should be resisted by those who like freedom of speech and do not want information about everything they do not they do online to be used in ways that they do not approve. Yes, yes, these things will be used as a as as a type of manipulation. This control, see, con, this 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 type of control is exactly what we see in communism. This is a this is a a communist dream. This is Big Brother on steroids. Uh, this is what they want to do. They want to control the narrative, and if you dissent from the narrative, well, they can shut you down and cancel you. They can make your life miserable, and this is what they want. You see, in I I don't look at all these people just as being you know, uh, you know, diabolical. Many of them, like our uh, uh, mother Eve, okay, the first Eve, mm -hmm. are deceived. They don't know. They don't. They cannot discern danger. Why? Because they're not. They're not depending and walking in the light. They're not depending on the Holy Spirit to to give them that word of knowledge and to give them that understanding or. They're more concerned with the, the things of this world rather than the things of God. You're right, Paul. St. Paul uh, uh, breaks it down. He says you got two types of people in the world. He says that's to the Corinthians. you got spiritual men and unspiritual men, or sometimes mm -hmm. he calls them men, men of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And so the, these are all men of the flesh. They're, they're, all, uh, they're all motivated by what's in it for me. Yes. Uh, you know, by pleasure, by money, by yes. power. And so yes. as a result of that, that has a blinding effect on their intellect. If they were baptized, for example, Catholics or Protestants, many of these people, because they are so uh, they are so moved by their flesh, by their by their passion. Yes. yes. This blinds their understanding of the gospel yes. if, if, if that maybe they once had. Yes, they, they can resist the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's essentially what's going on. And, you know, remember what Sacred Scripture says, Jess, there's a way that seems right to a man. You see, I, I'm not going to purport to try to judge. You know, these people aren't saying, oh, I'm going to follow Satan. At least all of them aren't. You know, there may be some at the at the top, you know, echelon that, that know exactly what they're doing. But, you know, the, the large majority of them, you know, there's a way that seems right to a man. But remember what sacred scripture says, that way leads to death. And that's exactly where they are marching this. They are marching us toward global judgment. Almighty God, just like he did with Sodom and Gomorrah, just like he did when he wiped out. Uh, uh, the Jewish uh, uh, basically way of life in 78, you know, uh, uh, this, this world that we live in has offended God in so many ways. And just like he said, you know, uh, you know, in, in the Old Testament, he talked about pagan nations and let their sin rise a little bit more. And he knows the exact time that he in intends on exacting judgment and uh you and others out there have said and uh myself that that judgment i mean uh we don't know exactly when it's going to come but we know and we can recognize the signs the birth pangs and they're here amen we're looking at an article that talks about 19 shocks and facts about the bilderberg group let me go from point number 11 all the way down to one we'll go go back and forth because here's the meat of it 
the destruction of the U.S. dollar, point 11. The Bilderberg Group understands that the destruction of the U.S. dollar is necessary in order to replace it with a world currency. The bankers have been eroding the value of the U.S. dollar for a very long time. Yeah, they... <laughs> a dollar is worth less than 2% of what a U.S. dollar was worth 100 years ago. U.S. government officials have been participants in this process, making a mountain of debt that can never be paid back. At some point, it's a mathematical certainty that the U.S. government's debt will be so huge that it will not be possible to pay the interest on the debt. At that point, the U.S. government will be forced to default on paying the debt and America will be bankrupt. The U.S. dollar will become worthless in such a scenario and that will be the chance to introduce a new global currency. Yes. This makes sense to me, Paul. Yes. This, and, and by the way, we're, we're, we're at that point right now where we can't Absolutely. pay the interest. And you, hey, you pass Biden's trillion dollar bill that's basically spending trillions of dollars on money that we don't have and i can guarantee you you know you would say who would spend who would spend trillions of dollars uh you know of money that they don't have hmm. well there's an intention there and that intention is to collapse the u.s dollar and to and out of that ashes will rise their phoenix their new answer and by the way all of these people are meeting to position themselves so that when they come out of it they're going to be the super elite and guess what the middle class will be uh, basically desecrated and it you'll you'll essentially have the haves and the have-nots and that's exactly what you have in communist china today Paul, share point number 10, population reduction using pandemics as part of their plan. Yes, the enormous growth in the global population and its continued increase is not sustainable over the long term. One way the Bilderberg Group can reduce the human population is by causing pandemics. <laughs> and by the way, and, and inventing so-called solutions, jab, <laughs> dare I say, uh, biological agents can be internationally used to cause major outbreak of illness which kills millions many of the super elite have so little concern for the masses that they consider this the same as culling a herd of animals and that's exactly how they consider us jess they have basically reduced us to animals with darwinianism and you know we're nothing more than a glorified monkey right so they don't, they don't look at us as being unique, created in the image of Almighty God. They don't look at our rights as being given to us by Almighty God. They look at our rights uh, that they give us the rights. They determine. They have uh, usurped God's position. And uh, you know what? We're here to expose them. Amen. Read that last sentence there. It says about pandemics. Pandemics may be caused by terrorist groups and also be caused by natural processes. No matter uh, what the cause, as long as the elite can survive the outbreak along with their friends and families, this is all they care about. Here's another uh, point number nine of the Bilderberg Group. Uh, media censorship. A Bilderberg member, Rich, and don't we see that today, Richard Salant, uh, Bilderberg member, who was the president of CBS News during the 1960s and 70s, Explain the Builder Group's group's influence on media. Richard Sellen said our job is not to give people what they want, but what we decide they should have. Media is controlled very heavily by very few companies. Governments actively participate in the censorship of media, 
as well as promote disinformation if it serves their purposes. The Rockefellers, through their Bilderberg contacts, which include the CEOs of major media companies, gain mm. enormous influence over the media. It is rather hypocritical that these executives from the major news media attend the Bilderberg conferences because they are prohibited from reporting on it. The censorship goals of the Bilderberg group are to make views popular by hiding the group's real intent so that these views become public policy. After that, they can pressure governmental leaders and push them in the directions they want them to follow. These are propaganda campaigns that are carefully designed to create public opinion in order to pre- protect corporate power. Yeah, just Yeah. These these wow. media people that won't even report on it, you know, you know why they won't report on it? Because they're owned by these powerful people. And basically, if they want a job, if they want to enjoy their little status being on TV, they must tow the company line or else. Jesus 911, Lord, come to our assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Jesus, I trust in you. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. We'll be right back. Jesus 911, talking more about the Bilderberg cult. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. For unto us a child is born. Prophet Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 tells us, And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of yes. the increase of His government and of peace, there will be no end. We're talking about the Woo! Messiah, the Son of God, our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take the, that to the bank. <laughs> the government will rest on His shoulders. I want to put uh, put on a, a short clip of Victor David Hansen. He's a historian. He kind of ties a lot of this in, Paul, that we're talking about. The Bilderbergs, the Freemasons, the Illuminati, the Luciferians, they're all together. And mm-hmm. uh, I want you to hear this five-minute clip, and we'll make some comments on Victor David Hansen as he kind of ties all this together. Uh, Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? American citizens are threatened by the loss of their middle class, by the loss of their sovereign borders, and especially from elites of an administrative state and globalism that would surrender our sovereignty to an unknown body of world experts or technocrats. There are two million people scheduled to cross the borders of the United States between Mexico and America. None of them are going to enter legally, no vaccinations for COVID. There's gonna be no tests for COVID solely for the purpose of enhancing the progressive agenda and the Democratic Party. We have no border and there is no immigration. If we look more importantly at the middle class, we are emerging from a pandemic, a population emerging from quarantine, an already inflationary cycle where we were not producing goods and services because of the quarantine or the population was not growing at a fast rate that would justify printing more money and yet that's what we're doing. And the result of it is for the first time in 30 years, 
we have an annual inflation rate of somewhere between four and a half to seven percent. Once interest rates go up, people will not be able to pay for these inflationary prices for cars or major appliances or home. They'll stop buying and then we'll have a recession. We're also in the middle of something I don't think any American has ever seen before, and that is a new woke movement. What wokeness says is, according to one of its architects, Professor Kendi, and to the creators of the Black Lives Matter movement, is simply this. Because of discrimination in the history of the United States, it really can't be saved. As Professor Kendi said, to stop discrimination, you've got to discriminate. We now have to discriminate by promoting people on the color of their skin in proportions that are larger than their percentages of the population. As I speak, we have people in confinement who are apparently charged with organizing a riot or an armed insurrection. The media told us that. The investigatory bodies told us that. The Biden administration told us that. But here's the problem. No one has been charged with conspiracy. No one has been charged with racketeering. No one has been charged with organizing an insurrection because it was not an insurrection as the FBI has recently found. So what am I getting at? I'm getting at the equal applicability of the law and the administrative state's execution law. We had a 120-day riot that had just finished, and that was the summer of 2020. In 120 days of rioting, a federal courthouse was torched. A police precinct was torched with policemen inside it. A historic St. John's Episcopal Church right across from the White House was torched. If anything, it was called a legitimate protest against the Trump administration. It was much differently portrayed in the press and by the administrative state. We've got to remember that there is an agenda, an international cosmopolitan agenda, by very wealthy people, very sophisticated people, very educated people. And that's something called the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab, the architect of the Davos Group, who discovered, created, inaugurated the idea that all of the world's luminaries, the best captains of industry, the best Silicon Valley architects of the internet, social media, the most impressive military leaders, the most impressive politicians, they could all assemble at Davos, Switzerland, among friends, of, even though they were of different countries, they all were so enlightened that they could agree that the world was getting too hot. And there had to be an international body that overrode legislatures or dictators or theocrats or democracies or republics. This group now is very earnestly trying to fan out through their respective countries to harmonize all of uh, the nations of the world to turn over their uh, sovereignty to the select group. In terms of globalization, the COVID-19 pandemic has been an opportunity for globalists to suggest that we need more centralized international and global power. We have a lot of politicians who feel that under the cloak of fear and national quarantines and lockdowns that they can change the system. And therefore, Governor Newsom in California said that Perhaps during the COVID pandemic, we can have a more progressive form of capitalism in the manner that Klaus Schwab said. Hillary Clinton said, perhaps during the COVID lockdown, it's an opportunity to get a single health payer or more ambitious government health care plan. I think it was Jane Fonda, the actress and occasional 
Davos attendee who said, thank God for the virus because it was a mechanism to get rid of Donald Trump. We've outlined all of the challenges to traditional citizenship, but one thing is pretty clear that a majority of Americans respect and want to keep the Constitution as it is, and they feel that they're the luckiest people in the world because they're American citizens. As long as we remain the majority of Americans and remain vigilant, the power under our system is in our hands. Mm. Victor David Hanson, uh, a, a, great, uh, a great mind, is a great historian. Again, he's talking about the Builder Group. This is, this is a global, international group, these secret societies. And, uh, technocrats, he called them technocrats. Yeah, they want to use they want to use technology to control the world, which is which is point number three of this article, Global Mind Control, where it says the Bilderberg Group is constantly working with increasing its ability to affect global culture. Other groups know the value of this as well. The Chinese have made significant investments in Hollywood in order to gain enough influence over the content in blockbuster movies. An example of this is the film the, 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 the Martian, where Matt Damien plays an astronaut that is stranded on Mars, and the Chinese help with the rescue. Some of the top Hollywood directors are of interest to the Bilderberg Group. Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, is also a member. Amazon is building out a digital streaming system for television and films, as well as producing their own, their own content. Being able to guide global culture is a form of subtle mind control that can be very effective. Yeah, and this mind control, Paul, they're going to use you know uh, the world of social media, which you already see right now. It has most of our young people enamored and trapped in this mass psychosis. Yeah, this is uh, just, uh, I hope people really pay attention to what's going on and what's being said here because... Uh, this stuff is, uh, you know, it, it, hey, if you didn't think we were in biblical times, uh, mm. think again. We are in biblical times. And uh, a couple of things that, that jumped out at that, uh, uh, you, you know, listening to that little take that, that he said was, uh, you know, just they have their own agenda and it's a world agenda. This is why they hated President Donald J. Trump. OK, because if you notice, his message was continually America first. He's saying not America only, but America first. And his priorities were to he says, I was elected the president of the United States. Yeah. He, he pulled back from this whole world stage because in that world scenario that they're pushing us toward the United States is, uh, uh, you know, is essentially going to be demoted from being a world leader uh and by the way we deserve to be a world leader why because of our the constitution has allowed us to preach the gospel of christ freely freely and we uh, you know and there's no country in the world jess that uh has uh, been as generous or as this country i'm not saying this country is perfect we are oh. far from perfect but the love of God has been manifested in many ways, and we have truly affected this world for good. Paul, and uh, by the way, people are probably wondering, what does Bilderberg mean? Okay, mm -hmm. Bilderberg, 
uh, in May of 1954, that's when they had their first official meeting of this organization, the Bilderberg Group, in a hotel called Bilderberg Hotel in Osterbeek, Netherlands. Now, mm-hmm. what's what is what does Bilderberg mean? It comes from the word Bel, which was also the sun god of the Phoenicians. Bilderberg translates as Bell of the Rock or Bell of the Mountain. Again, mm. Bell was the sun god of the Phoenicians. Uh, so again, this, this has pagan trappings, which doesn't surprise me. And you're right, Paul, the, the Bilderbergs have an intense dislike of, 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 of Donald Trump. Uh, you, you could see that Hillary Clinton, who ran for president, she's aligned with the Bilderbergs. She's always going to the meetings. You also had Senator Lindsey Graham, who's very uh, a, a no, never Trumper. He was also at the 2016 Bilderberg meeting along with Hillary Clinton. And like you said, Trump's speeches against globalism and getting rid of you know bad trade deals like NAFTA, and uh, and Trump also promising to build a big wall to separate the USA from Mexico. This is the exact opposite of what the Bilderbergs, the Freemasons, the Illuminati—that's right. The exact opposite of what they want. They need globalism. They need borderless country. Yeah. They need one. Cur- yes. Why? This sets up the system for the Antichrist. Exactly. And they are systematically trying to essentially, if, if, our, if our economy represents a car, they are trying to drive it until the wheels fall off, Jess. Yeah. Jesus 911. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. We'll be right back. We'll finish up this topic. Good stuff. Stick around. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, prophecy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Paul, the, the Bilderbergs, two things I want to mention before we go, uh, go on to some uh, kind of talk about some uh, positive news. The Bilderbergs are involved in global mind control. They're also involved in perpetual wars. The Bilderbergs, much started by an ex-Nazi, likes to con- the continuation of these perpetual wars because they're profitable uh, and they can fund the needs of both sides even if a mm-hmm. nuclear war breaks out, these these globalists, these billionaires, they have huge underground cities that are completely self-contained where these elites could live safely. Uh, and so, uh, again, there's all kinds of money being made by Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed. War is big business. And the USS, the United States spends billions of dollars on wars, and the Bilderberg Group members benefit tremendously and the USA yes. has the USA has been in so many wars since World War II because in part it's big business. Follow oh, yeah. money. And here Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Paul. 
Yeah, they manage wars and things like that. You want to, you know, they often we're accused here in the United States of trying to do nation building. But what's happening here is uh, these guys are trying to do work. You know, they're trying to build the world. Okay, uh, they are uh, every little influence that they have is designed to push their agenda more and more. Anyway, go ahead, Jess. That's right. And here's the last point I'll make. The Bilderbergs won a New World Order. Uh, ultimately, the main goal for the, for the members of the Builder group, Builder group, the secret society, is to keep amazing huge sums of money and gain increasing power to eventually dominate the entire globe. The long-term goal for the Builder group is a borderless world with no nation states ruled by a one-world government that is controlled by the super elite. That will set up the system for the Antichrist, by the way. The yeah. goal of the Bilderberg Group, I'll say it again, is a one-world government and one global marketplace. And the people are to be kept in check by a one-world army and use a single global currency controlled by a one-world bank. And the end goal is no less than complete world domination. Every year, the Bilderberg Group's secret meeting advances the steady agenda steadily towards this goal, even when facing setbacks like the presidency of Donald Trump. Paul, all of this is the work of Satan. Here's the way I'll explain it. Look at a wheel, the, the rim on a wheel or of a bike. You have mm -hmm. the hub, and the hub is held together by the spokes, or the spokes are attached to the hub, which attaches to the wheel. The devil is the hub, the spokes are the Bilderbergs, the Illuminati, the Freemasons, uh, you know, the, uh, all these other secret societies. And what's the wheel that gets, that gets tread on? Us, the little guy. Paul? Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, I just wanted to pause here for a second, Jess, and say that as depressing as some of this stuff sounds, and you say, well, what can I do about it? This is just far beyond my ability to impact this stuff. No, it isn't. Guess what? God has called us to a ministry of prayer. And prayer moves the hand of God. And guess what? Sacred scripture tells us just, is anything too difficult for the Lord? That's a rhetorical question. And the answer is quite obviously, no, nothing is too difficult. And in Isaiah, God says, who has you know, who has declared it from the beginning, uh, you know, and, and that it's come to pass? He says, uh, God says, I know of nobody. You see, we already know this stuff is going to happen. Why? Because God has already told us it's going to happen. So this should be a huge faith builder for all of us. Why? Because God is true to his word. The sacred scripture tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. And if God has told us the truth from the beginning, but Je as Jesse has emphasized by reading sacred scripture, the government shall rest upon his shoulders and of his government, you know, there will be no, uh, th there's no end. He will reign forever. And I want you to be encouraged this Christmas season. When you celebrate Christmas with your family, Stand proud, stand tall, receive the Holy Eucharist with joy in your heart, knowing that our God reigns. Our God is on the throne and our God is in control of every little 
thing. That's right. And and Paul, uh, let me give a quick reflection on Christmas to try to build up those that are listening. Yep. I know when you think about Christmas, you think about, you know, the cute, cuddly little baby in the manger and angels and little lambs and three wise men. But there's a lot more than that. Don't forget yep. that this baby from Bethlehem is now the lion of the tribe of Judah, who made heaven and earth. Okay, think, think about that. This baby from Bethlehem is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And what does that mean? It means that he has now come in the flesh. He came for one solitary mission. He came to destroy the works of the devil. First John 3, 8. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ came. He was born and he came to this world. First John 3, 8. To destroy the works of the devil. And how, what are the works of the devil? Sin and disobedience. Remember, yep. we call Jesus our Savior. Why? Because we're prisoners of war. That's we are right. P- he came to save that which was lost. We are POWs. So yep. l- let me take let me uh, take you to a trip down memory lane. I'm going to go down and remember General Patton, George Douglas MacArthur during World War II. They both uh, led the Allied forces against the Nazi war machine. And June 6, 1944, the beginning of the Normandy invasion, the American soldiers, they landed on Omaha Beach. They struggled to try to make it up to the beach to get the high ground because the Germans had the high ground. And they were met with machine gun fire and artillery fire. And it cut down a lot of our troops as they landed on the beach to save, to save France from Nazi Germany. And they did, in fact, do that. But it's cost a lot of blood. Well, likewise, our Lord Jesus Christ came from heaven to earth to take back what was stolen by the devil. Christmas is our D-Day, our Normandy invasion. Our Lord was deployed to save us. He, he like parachuted from heaven, the incarnation. He came down to earth to save us as he navigates through bombs and grenades and machine gun fire, IEDs, landmines and mortars, and all of us on his shoulders, all Mm. of us on his shoulders as he takes us to safety through the dangers of this world to the kingdom of heaven. You know what the cross of Christ is? The cross of the Christ is a war memorial. That's the spot where Jesus Christ beat our enemy. Yes. And guess what, Jess? Jesus has conquered death to set the captive free, and that's us. And now that we're free, Jess, uh, as Dr. Martin Luther King said, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, free at last. Let's use our freedom to make an impact on this world. Let's expand the ministry of Christ. Let us let us become active participants in the mystical body of Christ. And, uh, you know, and, uh, it, you know, uh, Listen, he has given us an awesome opportunity to participate in, in, in the redemption of the world. Yes, to to uh, to as members of the mystical body of Christ, God allows us to have participation in his awesome salvation. Wow. Um, Amen. My mind is blown with that truth. That's right. Uh, remember, Christ came in his first advent on Christmas Day. He will come in his second advent at the end of time. And the whole yep. reason why Christ came uh, as the baby and will come again as the line of the, tri- the line of the tribe of Judah, he will come to take us back. 
He will come. He's already destroyed death with his death on the cross. By rising from the dead, Jesus demonstrated that death could not hold him down. Death does not have the final word. Death has no power over him. And let's remember that his saving work continues through the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That's why Pope Leo XIII said, Christians were born for combat. Christians Mm. were born for combat. And remember, combat can be long, it can be arduous, it can take its toil on us, it could wear us down. That's why we have to be always vigilant, alert, committed, and battle ready because we're soldiers of Christ. And the story of Christianity is this, C.S. Lewis said, it's the story of how the rightful king has landed in disguise and is calling us to take part in this campaign of sabotage. So when you go to Mass and you're listening to the secret wireless communication from our friends in heaven, that's why the enemy is so anxious to prevent you from going to the holy sacrifice of the Mass. That's right. And right now, even though uh, many of our leaders, Jess, have, uh, uh, you know, for for various reasons, you know, have uh, not uh, fulfilled uh, their calling, we're to participate in what's called guerrilla warfare. You know, the war continues to go on. Uh, guerrilla warfare, if that's what it takes, and that's exactly what you see going on with all these uh, different groups out there, we are going to proclaim the gospel of Christ and live the gospel of Christ in spite of anything. Amen. We're called to be great saints. Don't miss the opportunity. As St. Peter says in Acts 2.40, set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation that's right yeah Come out from amongst them be ye right. separate yep be saints you weren't made to fit in you were born that's to right. stand out that's and, right listen uh we're strangers and aliens in this world sacred scripture tells us that we are in this world but we are not of this world because our citizenship is in heaven and that is the kingdom that we proclaim. And like Jesus told uh, uh, Pilate, you know, my kingdom is not of this world. Guess what, Jess? I don't fit in with this world. Why? Because I know my, uh, like Job said, I know my Redeemer lives and I shall see him face to face. Brothers and sisters in Christ, have a happy, holy Advent season and have a Merry Christmas. God bless you. God love you. See you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. Gary Machuda up next. Stand by.